And we are back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Listen, gentlemen, Manscaped has locked up scientists in a lab for the past 18 months to perfect the ball hair trimmer. They call it the Lawnmower 3.0. They've sent some over to us here at High Button Sports. I use it every morning in the shower. It's waterproof. It can be charged for up to 90 minutes. No more nicks. No more bloody messes down there. We know that the balls are one of the hardest places to shave on the male body. No more. Manscaped has taken care of that problem. It is the single most brilliant piece of technology that I have ever used to shave any hair off my body. Remember, Manscaped, use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order and start living a better life today. It's that simple. Today on the High Button Podcast, we have Wayne Badecki. Wayne Badecki is a good friend of mine. We go way back playing junior hockey together for the Halifax Lions and the Metro marauders recently probably in the past well i guess he's always been playing guitar and been a musician even back when he was playing hockey uh but i'd say in the past five years wayne bedecki has made a name for himself here in the atlantic provinces as a great musician uh traveling from province to province playing from bar to bar making a name for himself grinding doing the right things in order to have a career in the music industry uh we all know the music industry could be tough to to deal with and hard to make a name for and wayne is doing all the right things in order to make his future bright and make his future uh, cemented in the music industry here uh, in Canada and hopefully around the world one day. So I'm excited to talk to Wayne, good friend of mine. Jesus, he was, he's been on the podcast, I think, twice before now. Uh, so the third time's a charm. Once again, we're talking to Wayne Bedecki. I'm Justin Belanger. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Wayner, we are officially going. How are you? Good, buddy. You got to hold the mic a little bit closer. Yeah, good, buddy. How's life? Good, man. Can't complain. The best conversations are right before we start the podcast. I feel like we just caught up entire life. Everything's good, though. I think we did it last time. We sat around for another hour after it. I thought you were going to bring your guitar. I didn't think you were. I just assumed you were. I was like, oh, you could have should have brought it. Well, it's a guitar, but you don't have the the studio. I never even thought of that either. You couldn't. It would be tough to record. It'll be all right. How is everything though, man? Like, you know, this coronavirus, everything it's up in the air as we were talking right before this. Is the TV on? Jesus, my bad. Just a little bit of sports center going on. I'll mute it. There we go. Perfect. Um, but you said you're in album mode. Yeah. What does that mean, album mode? Uh, album just... mode? Yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, I've been in album, well, not real album mode, but I've been picking away at an album for a long time. Okay. Like building up songs and then uh, we went in and started doing doing some work on it. But we're getting f- pretty far ahead with it, so I'm kind of pulling back from playing live shows and stuff like that and just kind of yeah. focusing on on trying to get that finished yeah. up and just kind of fo- putting put my energy there kind of thing. Well, it's interesting how yeah. all this comes about. Like, you can focus on the album because, like, live shows aren't as frequent, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely, you know? man. And it was kind of uh, – it was actually one of my pl- – it was kind of in my plan, which was strange. Like, I planned on stepping back a little bit from playing. Oh, before then, this? Yeah, okay. kind of before COVID. Like, I thought this summer was kind of going to be like that. I was going to pull back a little bit. Yeah. And just kind of put the final touches on my album. But obviously, my album got paused a little bit because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. And we got held up a little bit. So, yeah. it's a little, it's, you know, the timeline changed a lot. But yeah. I didn't, I kind of planned on stepping back and just planning like a release and, yeah. and how to promote that and just a different approach for after it, right? So. Let's just say COVID didn't happen and you were producing an album. What's like a difficult hurdle, uh, hurdle that you'd have to overcome in order to get an album 
from studio to people's earbuds. Yeah, well, it's funny. It's like, yeah, it's presented like how do you, how does it touch as many ears as possible, right? Because like you don't want an album to just be dead in the water. So yeah. There's you know it's like anything else. Like there needs to be a strategy, a promotional strategy, yeah. a marketing strategy, and all that stuff, or else like it's just dead in the water, and you put all that work in, and no one ever hears it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's funny now too. It's it's a mix. Like there's the online presence, and you want to be getting that going, right? And then there's there's the playing live shows and touring it and doing an album release part like stuff album like release that. party. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Where I was before COVID, it was really funny because I was like, finally, like it's been in the works for a while. I've been trying to get here. Yeah. And uh, I finally like saw it, like you know, like it was almost there, and like we were working on the album. And yeah. I'm like, oh, and I saw like. I was planning kind of the shows and I had it like, you know, you had a vision in the sights. Yeah. yeah. And there was a couple of visions that were, I wanted to come to light and they were getting closer and closer. And then they just kind of like put it on complete pause for a little bit, which is good. Like it's kind of a blessing because it allowed us to slow down and like, and just sink more into the songs and make sure like, you know, we're just giving them everything they need. Yeah. But now it's like, I, the strategy's changed, right? Like with, yeah. for like every other industry, but uh, there's no writer like there's no blueprint anymore well so we were like, just saying about the nhl coming back it's read and react no one really yeah. knows what's going on yeah, even yeah. in album mode you read and react right how are we gonna do this we'll see how it goes yeah for sure so it's uh it's yeah it's been good and bad right but i think more so it's gonna benefit in the long run well it's interesting as soon as like we i remember well it was when i was with your brother at the u sports cup there yeah. and right before all this happened um, it was actually dudes that text me because I know this just happened, but you got to think about the long run and how this is going to be good for us. Yeah. It's going to allow you to sit down, think about what you had, what you need for to sure, redo, yeah. what you need to readjust and what you need to work harder on. Yeah. And a perfect example for us would be the studio downstairs like yeah. that. That wouldn't have happened if this yeah. didn't happen. The consistency in podcasts wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because, you know, we'd probably be at a rink mic and a hockey player up and we yeah, wouldn't be yeah, doing yeah. podcasts. Which were always entertaining. Exactly. Thank you. Appreciate it. But there's nothing wrong with micing up people either. But it's just it, it just allows everyone to just take a step back and look at, okay, what do I need to reevaluate? Yeah, what do I need to work on? Yeah. And, like, it was funny, too, because the way my album started was uh, I'm working with a guy named Mark Baczynski. Great name. And uh, it is a great name. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we were actually, like, when I first went in to work with him. We were planning on just kind of doing two two demos. I just wanted to get some demos done okay. to kind of shop around and show some people and see, like, you know, where I could build from. And uh, he just kind of, like, he, he was really into them. So he dug into them a little bit more on his end. Yeah. And they kind of came back as, like, a real product and not just a demo. What do you mean dug into them? Like, he just put more time in. So he's a drummer. And he okay. does a lot of producing. He, he's a, he used to be classified as drummer, actually. He totally no classified for like eight years. No way. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he knows what's going on. So he has a studio set up, and he does a lot of beats. He works. Uh, he has a group called Caravan that like they, he does a lot of beats for them and stuff. Uh, okay. So it was just like I thought I was just gonna go in and kind of do do kind of my guitar and vocals and just kind of use it as a demo to shop around and see see what I can make out of it. But okay. then. You know, like, he, he was into it, and he sent it to his buddy, Mike Ritchie, in Montreal, and then he kind of threw it back with some stuff added to it. And yeah. Yeah, and then it, the first one was like, oh, shit, like, that's kind of like, I don't know where you would take that song anywhere else. Like, that's it. Yeah. And then I was like, I have another one. Like, I wouldn't mind doing another demo, and then it was more kind of a Rocky. So there's, like, you know, he got into that one again, too, and he was, like, then he was kind of excited about it. Yeah. And, like, you know, he put his drum on it, and then we got – some guitar and banjo, mandolins, all that added to it, some backup vocals. And then 
like we saw that one come back and we were just like man like that it was another just like we were so happy with it yeah and it wasn't supposed to be an album at that point so that was kind of the spark of it yeah and it was a lot of him being excited about it okay which I was like, I, it got a lot of my trust, you know? Cause you fed off his excitement. Big time, man, because, yeah, you, you're never sure yeah. right? until you see somebody yeah. else like react to it. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends that I bounce stuff off, but when you're actually working through it, like, you, you know, like someone can be like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. But to watch him, like, get energized and, like, sink into it yeah. was like, yeah, and kind of took it from there. And then we just like, yeah, we kept rolling. He seems like a guy who would also say, no, that song sucks. Definitely, like you need yeah. people like that around you in your industry. Yeah, man. It's one of the most important things. And it, yeah, I have a lot of music friends now like yeah. in the music community. Yeah. I am constantly, constantly just sending them stuff. They probably hate it now, eh? They're just There's sick a of point, you. Like, yeah, like poor George, my, one of my good buddies, George Musician, who's like, so helpful for me and he has been from the start and he's always like given a helping hand and with advice and and anything and like he's been helping co-write some songs and yeah like, sometimes i'm like i think i just drive him crazy because it's like you just get that obsession in your head that's the passion that's the passion for sure, yeah and i i sent him another song this morning and I'm like, <laughs> did you like yeah, yeah like right before i was like check this one out right and he's already you know, like he already has another one of mine and he's like trying to help tie it together and like yeah, I so love it, man. Yeah, that makes yeah. me happy. I love it when people have a passion and they're just grinding yeah, like that, especially oh, right crazy, now. Yeah, but yeah, I have a lot of good people, like a couple of real good people, good music people to bounce that off. Yeah, and yeah, even so, like guys who I looked up to too, right? So yeah. it makes it, it helps me that like they're willing to help me because like. I think that says a lot about you. Why would someone be willing to help you if you didn't have talent? You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah, like a good yeah. thing. If you have a lot of music yeah, friends, yeah. that means they're there to help you yeah, for, for, sure. for and music. That, and that's like where my inspiration comes from. That's when I get inspired the most yeah. is when I'm with those guys. Even when I'm, if I think that, like, even when I'm not inspired and I don't even notice, I'm yeah. just not doing much and I'm, you know, you can get down on your tunes and stuff like that. It's yeah. Like, every time I get inspired, it was some other local artist who's like I look up to yeah. and have been following for a long time. It's like a conversation with them or them like reaching out or them. And it's always been that and it ends up sparking like it gets the wheels moving again and it always comes from there. So I always, you know, yeah. I started going back like I've I figured that out. So now I, yeah. I like. You know, digging into that a lot. But. I wanted to ask you a question about, you have a song called Coffee, correct? Correct. Yeah. And, and I always have this, I don't I always have this thought, but whenever I think about music, I used to like, you know, could I ever write a song? Yeah. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know where to start. And you just have a song called Coffee, talking about coffee, where you're in a diner in Cape Breton or something drinking yeah, coffee. Yeah, I was in Halifax. Halifax. Week, yeah. Like, where, where does an idea for a song come from? How do you spark an idea for a song? Because I, I just don't have the mind to think of, okay, yeah. what would I want to sing a song about? Like, where does it come from with you? Uh, it's always different, man. Like, yeah, sometimes it's just like, and sometimes I'll just get a lyric in my head. But where does the lyric come from? Like you, so will you just be walking down Spring Garden Road and just be humming in your head almost like, yeah, that happens for like sure. Just, yeah, okay. yeah, that happens. Uh, coffee. I remember I just like, I was up here for a week and it was just like a twister of a week. And then, yeah. yeah. And I went to like a lot of shows that week and yeah, I just sat in a coffee shop on, this is one that doesn't happen like this all the time, but I just sat down and I just wrote all the lyrics of it in like five minutes and it was just done and I haven't changed it since. And then I went back to my brother's place, I picked up the guitar and I put the chords on it first try through and it hasn't changed. Really? That doesn't happen. Okay. But like a lot of times it's like, I don't know, like people think like it's, you just need to be present in order to let the song happen. Like, okay. you know, like I, I always get, I can get ideas. Yeah. 
like I'm in the middle of writing one right now and it just started with an idea of it of a song well, what was the idea if you don't mind me asking something about like it was about like being a girl cigarette oh Oh, that's that sexual before. Wayne I like it that could be, it could <laughs> but then it took me a week like I just had like oh man there's something there yeah okay and then it was a week long of like picking up my guitar the other time and be like no that's not it that's not it yeah you know and then like you like something starts working and you're like oh okay yeah and you just take it that direction yeah but it's also like what helps me is with other writers like I've been doing a lot of co-writing okay. with people and that helps me see how other people approach songs okay for instance, like a lot of times, and a lot of times my songs are just me working through something like personal. Like yeah. I've done a lot of those. Uh, now I kind of adjusted my songs to like I sh- trying to create characters and write about them just okay. to kind of get out of myself a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I've been the last little while, and it's been I've been enjoying that. Cool. Yeah, but co-writing helps so much, like, because you see how other people look at it and break it down yeah. and like move forward with it you know so whenever i get stuck usually i'll reach out to somebody cool who I th- like another musician who i think like that song's kind of in their yeah area and then they'll be like oh cool and then see how they approach it and just it could just be one more word and then it opens the rest of it no up. way that's yeah, so interesting to me yeah just one more word and then you get like a whole nother paragraph out of it yeah or something. and that's why co-writing so good just one little chord or one little word that you know, you've been playing it in your head over and over, and you get stuck with yeah. it. My friend Quake, who's a rapper, yeah. he's been going to this song camp yeah, for years, and sometimes yeah. we'll talk about it, and he says they're so beneficial, kind of for that same reason. Because sure, you can bounce yeah. one idea off someone, and then the next thing you know, the guy will yeah, give absolutely. you an idea back, and then boom. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. Yeah. Real yeah. cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Business of music. Yeah. How is that? I said it in the intro. I said it's a weird business. You got to... Well, to be quite honest with you, I know nothing about the music industry, yeah. but it sounds like a tough business. It yeah, sounds man, it's like a, a business uh, that you got to kind of need guidance through. How, how are you finding your way through it? Yeah, it's been interesting. Like, it's been changing a lot. Obviously, like, co- even, yeah, COVID stuff changed all yeah. the music industry massively, right? It's yeah. like... I'm just going to turn your mic up a bit more. Yeah, so no problem. But, uh... Yeah, I know during COVID, like, a lot of musicians are just... Like, we're stuck wondering, like, if they're going to keep going with what they were doing because it's just so challenging now. But yeah. it's always been challenging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It definitely just needs to be a passion because it's so it's yeah. so hard to break through with anything. And there's also so many different directions you can take music. You know, like, I have guys, some of my buddies, like, they just, you know, they just like playing around Cape Breton. And, yeah. you know, they'll play a couple of times a week. And, and you know, to them, like, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and they, like there's you know the Buddy McDonalds of the world, like you know he made a living out of that, and yeah. he's you know, I, I like I love hanging out and chatting with him about that, and then like, you know I have guys who are just like, you know trying to break through, like not playing a lot, doing album stuff, and like taking that approach, and then you know, yeah, there's guys like well from Gordy's camp, like those guys all take a different approach as well, like with yeah. the Dave Sampson and Carlton Stone, and like yeah. that crew, like. You know, they're always, like, doing the co-writing thing, and, and they're, you know, doing a lot of stuff in natural, yeah. like, breaking that way. And, yeah, there's just, I don't know, there's no blueprint, right? Yeah. But there's some things around to help. Like, there's a, like, Music Nova Scotia is very helpful. Yeah. They, like, I in February, I believe, I mean, this was pre-COVID, so a lot has changed. Yeah. And they do workshops. So, you know, there's a marketing workshop. There's a business fundamental. There's a marketing workshop. That's cool. Yeah, business fundamentals, uh, like, 
you know master it like what you do with an album like yeah. releases and uh live shows uh say like showcasing and yeah. like they're all different workshops like throughout like a month or two yeah so they're insanely insanely beneficial to just sit down and and so i i took in a lot of those through february and that's I, a good I, look for the province yeah i didn't know that yeah man it's a yeah there's a lot of awesome funding and there's a lot of grant opportunity and stuff like that as well yeah uh so yeah it's kind of like that's you can get a good blueprint from that stuff. Yeah. But once again, like everyone, artists are so different in like how you want to present yourself. It's, yeah, it's always a different way to do it. So it's interesting. It's, I find it really cool how the music industry today, you almost need to be a little bit more than just the music artist. Like if you look at a guy, like a Absolutely. different genre, but like action bronze and the food, you look at other people yeah. where it's the comedy skits. Like it, it's yeah. kind of cool how it's turned into what an actual whole business rather than just the music. Yeah, for and sure. You have to adjust with the times. It's yeah. It's like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. It's like, if you're not doing that side of it, you're, you're definitely, missing out on some opportunity too yeah but then there's a side of it too is like a lot of the artists like they don't want to do that because it's like that's yeah. not what they're doing right yeah like that's like they don't they I just can respect that yeah and they just genuinely don't care about that because like yeah. that's not why they're playing music that's they're fair. just you know and they're putting out some of the best music there is and they just yeah. like they I, I get it know? i understand yeah that. yeah so yeah it's all it's just trial and error man i think especially right now i'm yeah so, man that the fact that that window's open right now is killing me because that truck yeah. do you mind Everyone listening, I should probably tell the story about what's going on right now. We uh, we obviously had the studio downstairs in the basement and then some water. I was up in Chester last weekend or this past weekend and some uh, some water came in and the studio is no more. It'll be back next week. So now we're upstairs in the living room and uh, there's just a lot of technical things happening like that window being open and a truck backing up. So hopefully that audio wasn't in the background there. Um but no, that's, uh, you know, that's really cool. It seems like you're learning a lot. I remember yeah. the first time you came on here, geez, maybe three years ago now. Yeah. And you were playing at the Seahorse, I think. And yeah. It was the night after a show. And you had some wisdom. Like you, you, were, yeah. you were talking about, you know, somewhat of the business, somewhat about telling songs and, and somewhat about uh, performing songs. Mm. And when you come here now, three years later, it just seems like you're a little bit more calmer and wiser about what's going on in yeah. the business and the music industry. It's cool to see the transition. I'd Same thing with myself. You know, yeah, it's cool sure. if you stick with something and... There's going to be times that suck and yeah, you're just man. like, fuck, I'm quitting. I'm going to get a regular job. But it's cool if you yeah. stick with something and you just kind of stay calm and, you know, it's going to yeah, be okay. You learn so much and, look at you know, yeah, things it's, happen. It's a slow build, right? Slow build. Yeah. you got to have patience. Yeah. And learning, like, even, learning. well, on top of music, like the CB Micro is Cape Breton Music Industry Cooperative. So that's, okay. like, kind of the Cape Breton okay. side of that. And, like, they've been helpful for a lot of stuff, too. And it's just, like, you just learn so much from, you know, like, I don't know for me like in this industry and like I'm sure you you've done this as well as like it's just like you need to humble yourself and ask you know like yeah. just like ask for the help like ask for the advice like yeah. don't think that you know because you know yeah. more times than not you don't and that's the approach I take like I I ask everybody for advice like always constantly I'm just yeah. like asking people who I look up to and for me people like you know I was like one of my things was like just surround yourself with people who are better than you and that's why I just try to do that all the time with people yeah. I look up to people who inspire me. And like, I just surround myself with them and then I just like pick what they do and pick their brains all the time. Yeah. And like, you know, one thing I like to do is watch what people are doing, not technically what they're saying. Yeah. So an example of a podcast downstairs, like I'll look at Joe Rogan studio and go, okay, this is where his camera For setups sure. are. This is where his audio mic levels are. There's tons yeah. of information on the internet about Absolutely. what people are doing. 
not necessarily like you know he lives in Hollywood, so like the people he's talking to, I'm not going to talk to yeah. obviously. But if you take a business model and go look at okay, how many podcasts is this guy doing a week? What kind of genre are the Absolutely. people he's talking to? This is called high button sports, but I'm talking to a musician right yeah. now. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. At the end of the day, you played hockey when you were younger. We can still translate this conversation into music to yeah. sports but that doesn't mean why can't i have uh you know a zoologist on here that yeah. deals with giraffes all day you know i'm interested in that I but what, what's wrong would, with having i would watch that episode you know what i mean like you, you just have to you should do the episode it's like fallon when he gets the wildlife people in exactly you should do one of those what's i would love to that? watch you like with some wild animals in here what's wrong with that you know what i mean so you have to you have to look at someone that you 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 like and you think that you could no i don't want to say the word copy but there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with looking at a business model and a business model that works and yeah. go, okay, I'm going to alter my, my decisions towards this. Yeah, well, if you look at it, it's like people have done it. Yeah. So, like, how did they do it? You know, yeah. like, you need to, like, follow in some sense. And that's not, like, ripping anyone off or anything no. like that. But it's like, you know, like, they took certain steps and, yeah. At the end of the day, the hard work is going to go show through. Like, right For before sure. you got here, like, Justin, I saw you just do 10 episodes. I see you're yeah. grinding. Don't yeah, think yeah. that people aren't looking at you or other musicians going, wow, this guy just put out four songs in a week. Definitely. Okay, this guy is fucking doing something. Yeah, and I think also, like, for me, like, that's why a lot of other musicians are willing to, like, reach out and, and help to you. Because, like, like, if they see you putting in the work and you're like, oh, he's doing it. Yeah. You know, they're willing, they're willing to help. And it's weird. It's like, when I first started, it was like, I always thought someone was going to come and grab me. Yeah. Be like, hey, man, like, come do this. That's not the case. Like you can sit around waiting around for something, but it's like you need to be there and make it happen, and then things will come. It's like for a long time I was like, why isn't this happening? Like why isn't anybody like noticing it? And I wasn't doing it. I was just waiting. I was yeah. like, I haven't done anything for anybody to come, yeah. like, you know. So that's when I started going and like, you yeah, know, yeah. I like the conversation we had before this about the professionalism of the the business. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It, it, it took me a while to figure it out. and Maybe same with you, but yeah, it's cool. Sure. No one's going to treat you like a professional until you start acting or start showing you uh, are a professional. Absolutely, yeah. And you need to earn your stripes, too. Absolutely. To be able to do that. Like, you can't just come in acting like you're this professional yeah. when you're not. And I think that comes with just, like, being humble and understanding where you are where you sit. Yeah. Knowing and your place. Yeah, big time. And, like, yeah. That was one. I tried really hard with music to just not get ahead of myself. Yeah. And not think I should be like, oh, I should be doing those shows. And I should, yeah. I was like, no, I should I be doing movies now. Yeah, I was like, no, I shouldn't be. Like, I haven't done anything, you know? Yeah. And I was getting, it was getting hard to the point where, like, I was getting to a place, but without an album, I couldn't go anywhere else. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't, I couldn't step up again yeah. and make anything else happen until yeah. I have an album and then I can make a next move, right? But I kind of took it as far as I could. And I was waiting for, like, you know, I was still tweaking my sound and tweet and wanted some extra song. Like, yeah. I didn't think all my songs were good enough to do it. But yeah. then when they all started coming along, it was like the confidence came. Yeah. And like, okay, cool. Now I'm ready. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to plug any other artist here, but one guy who I really liked, and he kind of reminded me of you, um, oh, the God. Bahamas. Oh, gee. Oh, ish, man. He's, he lives here. He was uh he was at the Jazz Fest. Yeah, he played Jazz Fest. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm from here. What's going on? I see some people from Exit 4. How you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, this guy's here." And I looked at his some of his uh, you know, video content outside of music on YouTube and stuff. And it was mm -hmm. like a album uh album video where he went on a boat in Ontario, I think, and just drove around uh yeah. at his cottage and cooked with his drummer and stuff and, and he he did songs uh what am I not a cappella? What am I trying to say? Well, it's just the guitar. I, I, 
obtuseness. Uh, I'm just gonna let you keep throwing words. Up. This is great. <laughs> what's it, what's it keep called? Going, keep going. Try a couple more. Auto, not auto tune. Yeah, try try a few more. <laughs> Go ahead. Octustus. Yeah, that was, yeah. No. Keep going. No, you're. It's my <laughs> podcast. You're embarrassing me on my own podcast. What's it called? What's it? Autistic. Just one more. Just try oh, one more. You're fucking killing me. Acoustic. Acoustic. Is that go. what it is? Yeah, yeah, acoustic. Yeah, yeah, just playing acoustic yeah. by the fire. I thought it was great. Yeah. Nonetheless, have you ever? My question is: Have you ever met the, that guy? No, no. I think no? he's in the Toronto scene, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. I thought he was from here. My no, bad. no. I'm pretty sure he's in the Toronto scene. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd get too close to meeting that cat. Man. He's he's awesome. Yeah, so you know his music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. No, he he was sick. Yeah. I remember. Uh, no, we just saw him at the jazz fest. He was unreal. Yeah. I was like, this guy kind of reminds me of Wayne a little bit. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, man. Hey, who knows? You never <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. You know what he was really good at? And one thing I remember, I had a conversation with another artist about this was the 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 banter in between songs apparently that's an actual skill apparently some artists Definitely. struggle with that with the okay the song is done now i have to maybe crack another couple jokes yeah does, does that co- it must come natural to, to a guy like you but i'm not great at it man really i don't like talking into the mic between before but you have to yeah that's something i need to work on i'm uh i'm not great at it it's which is i don't i was always confused i'm like i don't know why i just like I don't like talking in the mic. I just like playing. But it's definitely a skill, and, like, there's guys who are really good at it. And it's one thing, uh, like, Carlton Stone, who, like, helps me a lot. Like, I bounce a lot of songs. He's from Port City. He's incredibly successful. Okay. And uh, he's been helping me out a little bit. And he was doing one of the music Nova Scotia workshops yeah. on live shows and stuff. Yeah. And he was in Port Cities, who were incredibly successful, you know, traveled toward the world and all that. And, uh he said that there's like they scripted it like so the everything banter yeah it was always scripted so it was never a random comment it was never off the whim it was planned whether it was a joke whether it was anything really and they planned when they were doing it like so it was after song 2 you say this after song 6 you say this really and it was completely planned and then it runs smooth and people think that is not it's people get in trouble when they start going off a whim and you don't you don't want to ruin like if it's you're at a show and like there's a flow you don't want to ruin this the mood the flow if you start rambling about and i've watched people get caught rambling and then like they don't even know how to get out of their own thing thing. and it's in between songs and then like it's people are like what are you trying to say yeah you got and you didn't you don't really need to say anything because it's music but it's like you can add to your show by with it with it but there's you can take away too if you say the wrong thing. It's an interesting sign. And if you ruin the flow, like if your show has a certain flow and the audience feels a certain flow, you don't want to take away from that by thinking you have something clever to say. Yeah. And then it doesn't come out. Yeah. Like you wanted it to, and then yeah. it's just like an awkward moment, and then you start playing. It's funny how you describe it to compared what I think about it because I will never be in that situation, yeah. but you're in it all the time. So yeah. it's interesting you speaking about it and me thinking about it because I don't even yeah. think of that. When I see a guy up there singing then in between songs, I just think, oh, he's comfortable. He's in front of 5,000 people yeah. right now. He'll just know what to say. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, no, it's it's tough. Like some people are better at There's a guy, Donovan Woods is one of my favorite writers. He's from Ontario. He's been to like Gordy's songwriting okay. camps. Like, and uh, I went to see him at St. Michael's Church in Halifax a couple summers ago. Okay. And... Uh, he, he plays these, like, kind of sad, like, down, like, really, like, 
you know, low key songs, and he's, you know, and in between, like his shows are so good, but because like he knew that in his songs people are like way down here, but they're so nice, like he's so such a good writer, but they're usually heavy or somewhat sad, heartbreaking, whatever it is. But then he's just hilarious, so he'll bring you way down here. And then you're just like, oh, well. And then as soon as the song was over, he'd jab you with a joke. And then it's just like the whole place would just erupt in laughter for a second. That's and then he'd play another set. And every time he was like so good. It was one of the best I've ever, I ever saw. Really? And he just like, and then a song would bring you back down here and everyone would just like be back in that mode. And then like he'd come back and he'd jab you again. And you're just like, he got me again. Like you didn't see it coming every time. It was the best he was like the best at it no way yeah it's a skill man it's a whole different thing a whole different thing a whole different thing yeah. like a comedy show yeah and it's part of your show and your performance and it's, yeah it's tough but then I don't know I was doing I do a lot of songwriter circles yeah. as well where like three songwriters will be on the stage and you kind of like he'll play a song they'll yeah. play a song they'll yeah. play a song and in between it's more about storytelling like, so that's an actual topic in the songwriter circle is the storytelling. You kind of tell the story about the song before, okay, and then sorry. you play the song. So you give the audience the story on when you wrote it or what it's about or what you're yeah. up to or whatever. Yeah. And then you play the song. So I've been doing a lot of those and I've been trying, I've been developing yeah. like that a little bit. But what I learned was like, I need to have a plan. So, and, and I, I've started, I was like, you know, you get, you can go off and sto- not you, yeah, but you like can I, get I can see how some people can go off in a story that doesn't mm-hmm. isn't relevant. Yeah, so then like I always get the points, you know, and even like jokes, like I have jokes ready or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so I I've been developing it in the songwriter circle yeah. atmosphere, but as far as like when it's just my show, I don't have that one like dialed in yeah. as much. Yeah. So much to work on, man. It's cool. Yeah, and, but and like you said, like I just I learn it from watching. You know, learn what to do and what not to do sometimes yeah. too, right? Like I've watched guys ramble and just be like, oof, oof. It's <laughs> make, a make a note of that one. Like you don't want to be going there. You know? Short and sweet. It sounds like the, key, yeah. the cure to that is short yeah. and sweet. All right. The song's about coffee. I was drinking coffee in Halifax <laughs> on Spring Garden Road. Saw a beautiful girl walk by. Here we go. Yeah. And then just get into it. Yeah. It's a bit deeper than that. But yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably did. That did happen. <laughs> that did. That happened at one point at least. Yeah. But yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, plans for the summer What are you doing Other than just Chilling in the bubble Yeah chilling man Not much Like It was really weird Like a lot of shows And uh, Like I do a lot of Wedding ceremonies The last couple of years Just hey. like friends Like I'm at that age Where all my friends Are getting married Yeah And even like Yeah Like So I pl- Like every wedding I go to now I, I usually play the ceremony Yeah So I like play them Down the aisle And that I just don't play the reception But I play the ceremony part Quite a bit Yeah so I had like six of those that just like don't exist anymore. So it freed up my summer. That's good. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. So just like studio, I've been working and just like getting in the studio as much as possible, moving that. Where's the going. studio at? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, it's just up on Elm Street. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah. Uh, yeah, like still picking away. I'm going back in tomorrow. I have a little bit more to do in there. Uh, from my end and Mark's end, just like kind of my guitar and my vocals, and then him doing some drum and just organizing the songs and then I'm going to take them. Uh, I'm heading down to Cape Breton with it with, once we get that and grabbing a studio down there, which 
the timeline's been changing just because of COVID. And then uh, there's a band like the Pretty Archie Boys. Okay. The band, they've been pretty successful the last little while. And they've been helping me out a lot. So they're going to come in and kind of play cool. play on it to kind of tie the album together. Cool. And then, yeah. So that's kind of like, yeah, it's just kind of the obsession of the summer is to try to get that moving. Yeah. And then, yeah, other than that, like no plans. Like I said, just my plans got all shifted around because of the yeah. COVID. But no one knows my brother just bought a camper van, so... Maybe I'll be tagging along with him. Which I think might be the best story of this little podcast yeah, so unreal. far. Just Yeah, he's just living, man. <laughs> that's unreal. Yeah. Taking advantage of the summer. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. I wanted to talk about a studio. If you don't want me asking, what's like a yeah. going rate for like two hours in the studio? Like what, what's, I don't know. Uh, it's always different, man. It depends. To, okay. It depends where you're going and who you're working with, okay. what engineers are coming in. So it's not like a set price. It's just. No, and it can be, but yeah, there's, yeah. There's it's just up in yeah, the it depends what studio you're going to and, yeah. and who you're working with, and really like if you can get any government funding or anything like that, then you can, you know, go to the bigger studios or anything like that. But you know, me and Mark kind of there's no set price even for how we work. It's kind of just an ongoing thing. Thing, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just a yeah. I, I got We've you. been throwing it around, and then we talk about it, and then when the song gets back, like when the song comes back, he'll just be like, "Well, I'll just take." You know, like when it goes, he'll take a percentage of like okay. what happens after we release it too. Okay. So, you know, like say if I like of streaming royalties and stuff like that. So I'll pay him like for studio time here and there. And then he'll like take a percentage of streaming royalties when it's all out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's and everybody does it. There's always it's not just a you ways. thing. It's an everyone thing. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I like that. People helping people, musicians helping musicians. Yeah. Yeah. It's been cool. Good stuff, man. Um, hockey days, man. Hockey days. Me and days. you go back. Me and you go way back. It's crazy <laughs> to see where people have back. gone way back yeah. and uh, to where they are now. You yeah, Troy, yeah. coach of the the yeah. women's Olympic team, things yeah. like that. Crazy, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like uh, Ben uh, Clarkey, he's a gym yeah, teacher yeah. now. Yeah. Fuji's out in Ontario. Thomas is out in uh, yeah, BC Toronto. working. Oh, yeah, BC, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to see where everyone's gone. Yeah. And time it just kind of goes on and people I are I've been young. dying to like have the have a 10-year reunion. I think we'd probably be 10, like, close. My high school reunion would be would have been this year. Canceled. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. 10 years close It'd to be it. be close, like, yeah. Yeah. We always say it. Whenever I run into someone, it's like, we all have to get together someday, man. Well, they used, they used to be your shows at the Seahorse. I Everyone, know, yeah, the when, first two, man, it was nuts. It was one of the best nights. Yeah. Just, you were there, and then, boom, everyone's there. The McDonald yeah. boys. I know, everyone. man. Yeah, it was just a big reunion. Just crazy, crazy times going back there. Yeah. Yeah, it really was, man. The like, first show, especially, I remember. It was just well, I don't remember every, the first show. But. Well, yeah. <laughs> me neither, actually. No, but it's just uh, yeah. it's crazy to see where where junior hockey's gone from. Like I remember looking at sports now in the junior leagues and where Truro plays out of a brand new rink, Bridgewater's yeah. in like the South Shore area, and how that junior A league has changed from where it is then to to where it is now. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of insane. Yeah, it's guess, crazy. Guess who's coming on tomorrow? Nogs. Oh yeah, yeah I just got the job with Smew. Oh no way. Yeah. So my first year, Nogs drafted me. Did he? Yeah. Uh, you. Tell the story again, because you told. There's a funny story about something, or maybe you can't tell it. I don't remember. But yeah, Nogs drafted me to the Lions. Yeah, and now he's the head coach of Smew. Yeah, yeah, but me and Poppy lived in Nogs' basement our first year. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
It's something. I thought something happened in the basement. Oh, lots happened in the basement, <laughs> man. Lots of things happened in the basement. Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, no. some, there's some good ones there. But yeah, me and Poppy lived in the basement that year. I'm going to bring that up tomorrow on the podcast. And that's full. So I didn't even think about that until, cause I knew you were telling me a story. Maybe the first time you came on the podcast about yeah. dogs in the basement or something. Oh yeah. I mean, Poppy were living down there on air mattresses. <laughs> that was unreal. Oh, I think what happened, we moved up and like, we were supposed to, me and Poppy were supposed <laughs> to go to a billet in the North end. Yeah. And like the first day we got here, we were just moving up from Cape Breton. We were eight, like maybe 18, I think. And we just walked in this house and we didn't even take our bags out of the car. We were just like, nope, not a chance. It's built place. We were just like, and it was just like down the road from the forum and Nogs was in the office at the forum. Me and Poppy walked back down. We straight, we didn't even bring a bag out of the car into this place. Like we went in, met the people and just got back in the car. I was like, we're not living there, man. Like, that's crazy. And uh, we walked back over to the forum and Nogs was just sitting in the office. And uh, <laughs> as soon as we walked in, he just looked up and he goes, he knew right away what it was. He was just like, all right, boys, get your bags. I'll just take you to my place. <laughs> he, just, he like knew, like he would have been there and he was just like, oh no. As soon as we came back in, I was like, you knew. That's hilarious. Yeah, Why, what was wrong with it in the North End? Uh, we're not going to go there, but <laughs> I think because of the week before I came up, I remember him calling me and being like, do you want to just, do you want to live at my place? Like, cause he was bringing me and Steve up from Cape yeah. Breton and we were just like, two like, kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he was like, you know, Oh, it's like, do you want to just live at my place? And they just had a new baby, and it was like, Jen was pregnant. And I was like, man, we're not doing that to you two. Like, yeah, we're not coming to live. Like, don't worry about that. Like, you got family. Like, no, man. And then it was like, oh, now I know why you called. Because, <laughs> like, you saw the place that they were going to put us in as billets. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, we ended up in Nug's basement for the year. That's amazing. Yeah. It was like one of those, like, supposed to be temporary, and then it just, no, yeah. It never is. It's just like, I'm here. I'm not unpacking. Yeah. I remember your guys' place at SMU. That was the, when I went to SMU, that was my home base. Ugh. Like, you weren't even home sometimes, and you had a, you had another roommate there. For the zoo, room. man. We just, we just go there and hang out when yeah. we didn't have class. Like, yeah. I'm not going to the library. I'm just going there, and I'm just going to hang out here and play <laughs> NHL or something. Yeah, Perry lived there. Perry, that's uh, who it was, Perry. Perry. What's and then a couple of my buddies, like Flinter lived there, and Carabin was living there for a bit. Yeah, I think there was like six of us living there at one point. I had a bunch of – like, I never did Frosh Week or anything like yeah. that because we're always playing hockey. Yeah. But I remember, like, the, some of my first university experiences were based out of that apartment. Yeah. Like, we went to a football game at, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, and we were, you know, we're, you know, we're getting after it. Uh, like, that was my first time experience, like, going to a football game, uh, university. That place is a zoo, man. Yeah, yeah it, was it, was a good, it was a good time. It was yeah. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we had our hockey parties there, too, I think. We had, like, our Christmas party or something there, I think. Oh, yeah, and Fuji brought the beat. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a couple good ones there. It was a good time. No, I remember that. It was just. Good experiences because when you grow up playing hockey around here, like a lot of experiences get taken away from you. Don't get me wrong, For sure, yeah, yeah. you get tons of experiences back. But growing up, you know, the hockey's it, it yeah. takes things away from you, and you don't get to experience much. So when you have, you know, opportunity to go to school with your teammates, yeah, things come from that. Yeah, I don't think me and Steve let hockey get in the way of too many of our experiences. <laughs> no, I agree, I agree. <laughs> yeah, but no, there's just I just I just remember tons of things happening for the first yeah, time yeah. in that. Oh, for in sure. In that first man. apartment there. Yeah. I think what happened, too, was, like, everyone on the team was from the Halifax That's area. That's true. So, like, you know, like, you had your boy, like, 
Manny and those boys were from Sprawfield, yeah. and then you had your North End boys and the Dartmouth crew, and yeah. the Sackville boys were always kicking around. Yeah, like Wiggy and those. So it was like we were the only ones who had a place. That's true. Everyone was at the. Everyone was like place. pretty much living at home still. I never thought of it. From yeah, that yeah. So we were like we always had the apartment because we were the only ones really from out of town. I remember there'd be times where like it'd be at the end of the road trip and there'd be leftover pizza and you guys would be, you and Bobby, Blair boys, pizza up front. Let's go. I'm taking it. Yeah. And you would just take the pizza. And it took me a second. Like, Why do they want the pizza? Why can't I was like, Oh yeah, they don't live with their parents. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So we don't need to cook dinner the next day. Oh, too funny. I, I like when that. we, I like when we talk about hockey days that we never talk about a game because it's like, I don't really remember too many, but it's just like about what happened around. <laughs> Just the stories that happened because of hockey, not actually hockey. I'm amazed of people like pros that can remember a game like back Man. in Philly in 1978 it's when we played wild. the Edmonton Oilers in the third period when I passed to Eric Lindros and scored. I'm like, how? How do you games. remember that? I know, man. I don't have that either. I remember I came back one year, and I remember like we, it was like a pregame warm up. We were jogging around, and Clark, he was like a guy ran by, and Clark was just like, oh, that's the guy who scored that goal. That beat that like, you know, got us out of the playoffs last year, and I was just like, in my head, it was only like the next season. In my head, I was like, I can't remember who beat us out of playoffs. <laughs> like I couldn't remember who we played in playoffs, and he was like, that's the guy who scored like with two seconds left, man. Remember? It's like I don't even remember what team we were playing and play. Like I just don't. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that way. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> like, that. I'm the same way. Yeah. Same way. When I'm out there, I'm just playing against like images. Like yeah, I don't man. know who's yeah. on the team. Unless we trade like we had Cody Blois as the goalie when he traded yeah, to yeah. Hammers. All right, I know you. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, that's, that's the same, man. <laughs> that's it. That's all I yeah. know. I'm the same way. Oh, that's funny. Man, there was times coming up. But one of the first year I remember I got there, you were on the team for maybe two years before. Maybe one year. No, two years. And you were just one of the guys everyone kind of looked up to. And I remember I was coming from the Mooseheads, and I was a little cocky. I was a little <laughs> shit and thinking I was all that in a bag of chips. And I remember everyone just kind of like, you were like a magnet. Everyone just went to you. And I was like, all right, as soon as I get Wainer's approver, <laughs> approval here, I'll be part of the boys and I'll be part of the team. So I remember trying always like to try to make you laugh and like, uh, what's up, Wainer? What are you doing, buddy? I remember just always trying to like be your friend growing like in that team. Eventually it worked. I, I didn't have anything against you. I always <laughs> told you Steve hated you when you got there. Poppy hated you. Hated you. For so long, he hated you. You gotta use us to come on this podcast and yeah. just talk, talk it out. I get it. I, I get it. No, he I doesn't hate you now. Get it. Yeah, I just remember when you first got there, he had no time. <laughs> I remember that oh, times. But then again, that you change. Are, Things you change, go. Man. You got his approval. I got his approval. I fucking love Poppy. Yeah. I've always wanted to. Well, is he living in Cape Breton right now? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Well, is he deep sea fishing? Lobster? Uh, yeah, he he's doing? lobster fishing, deep sea fishing. I'll have to send him that. I'll have to send him that photo, and he'll like me even more. Yeah, yeah. he'll be. He'll be even more. See what kind of fish you caught. I like how you showed me and asked me like, "What kind of fish is this?" Well, I don't know. I thought you grew up on a boat. I don't know. I didn't grow up on a boat. Just coming from Cape Breton, it doesn't mean I grew up on a boat. (laughs) I thought you whatever. I thought everyone in Cape Breton. Steve will know. Steve, Poppy will know, man. When we send it to him. (laughs) Um, the transition from hockey to the real world. Did you know it was going to be music right away? No, no, no. Well, what do you think it was going to be? I don't know. You're still I in really school then, still probably. Yeah, I was enrolled. So you weren't even thinking about real life? <laughs> no, it snuck up, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it was, it's a strange transition. There's like, yeah, I did the Molson thing, right? I was doing business and then yeah. I did the Molson sales stuff for a long time. You're rolling around the city with the Molson truck, big dog and everything. Yeah, yeah, the old, yeah, free beers. 
that went well. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's a strange transition because I don't know. I think like there's definitely a void that happens after it. Yep. And like on a lot of different levels, like even time wise, like you know, just scheduling wise. Like if you think about it, like we were always like growing up, we were always scheduled depending on hockey. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like You had a lot was, of free time after. You're like, what do I do? What on do your do? own, yeah. 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 And it was like, we were always kind of just directed. And it was a healthy, like, you know, it, I think that's healthy. It's like, yeah. you know, you always knew you were going to practice. You knew you were going away that weekend. You knew, you know, you were training this day. Like, so it was very, like, scheduled towards hockey. So then when that gets taken away, yeah. it's like, well, yeah. how do you fill your days, like, productively? A lot of people, I didn't. Like not, I didn't either. I definitely didn't deal with it in a healthy way. Like it's hard to do. Like it's a lot to, you know, and there's like that, like just fulfillment void too. Right. Like you lose that, you know, the competitive, this, like the dressing room, like that group got, you know what I mean? Like it's really weird because you're used to going to the room every day and just seeing 20 guys and you feel productive. You don't feel like you're wasting time. Yeah. And I think it's also, there's like being a part of something is a good, like, was that feeling? And then like, you get that void taken away a little bit. Yeah, because I think it does, like, it, it kind of becomes, like, part of who you are. Yeah. Like, be, when you're playing, like, especially when you're at, like, those levels, it's, like, you're a hockey player. Like, that's what we were doing. Like That's what you're known for, too. Yeah, for sure, and it's, like, a self-image thing as well. So when you take that away, it's just, like, the hell am I now, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, you need to do a lot of reevaluating. Yeah. And, like I said, like, I didn't deal with it in that healthy of a way, you know, like, spun for sure. But, yeah, yeah it's a, I don't know. But yeah, it takes some time to just like sit back and I was doing that and I just like wasn't yeah, I knew I wasn't doing like what I wanted to be doing. I wasn't like getting that same yeah. same thing. But yeah, music definitely like it definitely touches that, like yeah. tickles that same spot or whatever yeah. you want to say and it fills that void for me. And a lot of it's so changed like there's a lot of feelings that I get from music that I recognize instantly from hockey. Like what? Like days of a show days of game is identical like that feeling when you wake up and you just have the day until the, your game yeah like it's the same when i can wake up and i have a show it's like that same feeling you like the healthy stress like yeah. you know and like you play it over in your head a million times and yeah. like and even after shows like you know it's the same that adrenaline yeah so that's like one big time it's like almost identical yeah it's a high yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. and just like uh, I don't know one of the skills of like being able to just like get lost in it a little bit like when you go to the rink like you want to put everything else to the side yeah. and play the game like you don't want other things going in your head when you're in the yeah. playing a game and you like allow yourself to get lost in that yeah and that's like where you want to be like yeah. that's when you're like it's you know what I mean like that's what you're looking for is just to be lost so like I definitely feel that like with music as well so, like yeah. you know like just getting that same headspace of, like, yeah and that comes with the day like you get like yeah. Just to get in that headspace to perform. Yeah. It's just the same thing. Like preparation. preparation. Dealing with pressure. Yeah, and your practice and discipline and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's definitely tra- like translates. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I like how you you put that in, you put that into great words right there. That was cool. Yeah. Just relating to the same pressures of hockey to music. Oh, it's like yeah. Sometimes it's like I catch it. It's like it's the exact same, <coughs> and it fills that same void, like that same fulfillment or yeah. whatever, feeling whole and feeling like you know, whatever it is, it yeah. definitely like, it gets me there for sure. 
it's interesting how when you put yourself into that position where you feel that same high, you don't. Well, that's, that's the beauty thing of sports. When you and I sit down, we watch a game of hockey. We completely forget about everything that goes on in life. Yeah. Same thing with me in podcast. I'm assuming yeah. same thing with you in music. Oh, yeah. Like right now in the back of my head, yeah, I have a bunch of errands to run. I got mm. family things going on. I have a bunch of shit happening. Yeah, yeah. But as you and me sit here right now, none of that, none of it matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. nice how, you know, some people do nothing wrong with working a job completely honorable but there's times when i worked a job i i wasn't even thinking about my job i was thinking yeah. about shit i had to do when i was home definitely making sure my life was better but when i'm sitting here yeah i'm on a cloud man i don't yeah, know this fuck. Is what you just i'm having doing. a great time it's living well yeah it's living <laughs> you know like that could be a song yeah a living that's what you want to be doing right it's yeah you know, i said that to someone the other day like if you're not trying to do or like not that it needs to be your living like you can work but if you're not like happen into that hobby or whatever it is yeah. like if you're not doing what you want to do like what are you doing yeah i was like what are you like why aren't you like what are you doing if you're not doing that you know yeah and i look at my brother like you know like his is like surfing and like that kind of stuff right now like Living. he takes every extra second and that's what he's doing like he's just going and doing that and like that's what his life like he just got the camper van and just he's like what like if you're not doing that like what's he doing you know that's yeah. what he wants to be doing that's where he feels the best so yeah. Same with me, like I feel the best when I'm playing or writing or chatting music or li like that's yeah. when I, f that's when you get in that headspace where yeah. you want to be. Yeah, you know, same as you like doing podcast stuff. I'm sure that's where you get your fulfillment now. I'm just like, oh. yeah. There was a tough time like the beginning of this COVID thing where I was I sat there and didn't do a podcast for like a week because I couldn't. I hate those Zoom podcasts. Oh man, yeah. And it's just it, there's a point where you just question everything. Like, all right, am I gonna have to go get a construction job here? What am I gonna be doing here? And I just stuck with my guns. I'm yeah, just like, man. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Just, I'm not doing it. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to go 10 times harder than what Same I was man. before and everything's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I'm just happy. Yeah. But, and to me, it's like, if it doesn't work, I'll figure, like, I'll go get a job later. Yeah. Before this, I was a concierge at a nice hotel. Yeah. It's a great job. Yeah. Worst case scenario, go yeah, back there. Exactly. Like, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, go back. those jobs are staying there, man. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you need to, like, if that's what you wanted, put in the time in is the fun part when you're enjoying it. Yeah. Like, even with me, with music, I'm sure it's the same as you. Like, when I'm even just running errands for music or going and, like, setting up, like, doing that hard work yeah. that no one sees, it's like, I actually enjoy doing that hard work because of what it's for. When I'm doing it's the for work you. that, yeah, exactly. Like, it, and when I'm doing the work for, like, the work that no one sees that I'm doing. Same as you, like, the only thing people see is, like, your podcast. They don't see the behind the scenes. And same as in musical, like, when I'm writing or when I'm, like, you know, trying to work mm. through things or setting up shows and, like, booking and all that stuff. Or studio, like, all that. It's like, no one sees that stuff, like, that hard work side of it. Yeah. But it's like, I, I enjoy that side of it. And other things that I've done in my life, I didn't enjoy the same type of work. Yeah. You know, like when I was working sales, I was doing the same type of things, like running errands, sending an email, like, but I wasn't enjoying it. I'll admit I didn't enjoy the, the work aspect of hockey. I didn't enjoy the working out and the exercise, the hill sprints. Like, I did not enjoy that. Yeah. Like, there yeah, was parts, like, and I, when I do have guys on the podcast here and that are in the pros, and they talk about the training aspect of it, they're yeah. like, I can't wait for this podcast to be done so I can go run Citadel Hill and lift weights. And I'm like, yeah. 
that's why you're cool. a pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like that's but the exact same thing with my podcast. I yeah. can't. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm happy you're here, but yeah, yeah. as soon as this is done, I can't wait to take those SD cards out of the camera, Definitely. start editing, and start putting out a clip that you were just talking about yeah, yeah. for talking in between the conversation or in between yeah. the songs. Like I thought that was the best conversation. Yeah, yeah. But my head's already thinking about the work before it even begins. That's how excited I am. Oh, that's how man, same, you man. know, and that's the obsession yeah. that you need Big in order time. to do anything in life. Yeah. I think I I was I was thinking that. I had the conversation with my brother and I was thinking it in the shower this morning. As I say it all the time. It's like, it's just like, it's this obsession always. Like it's just constantly there. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if it's healthy. I don't know if that's a healthy way to approach it, mm. but it's like in order for me to get there, I know that that's what, how I need to do it. And it's also not, it's like not even my decision. Like it's just there constantly, whether it's, you know, it's, just it, that drive, it's healthy it's if, it, if it's healthy if it makes you happy. Yeah, like when I, I was point. at Chester this past weekend, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it if I didn't work my ass off that whole week. For sure, yeah. you know, it's like yeah, there, I, I'm looking, I'm looking at a screen probably 24 yeah. seven, editing, looking at my phone, like yeah. growing. But I'm happy. I'm working big time. Just, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. If you're happy, oh, you think it's healthy. Man. Yeah, yeah, and I think it needs to be an obsession, or it's not going to work because it's like it's hard, man. Like you doing this, like yeah. me, like the same. It's like a similar industry. Like it's hard to break through. And there's no blueprint. Like there's no like guarantee that it's gonna work. So it's, if it's not an obsession to some degree, like yeah. you're not gonna be able to handle the up and down of it. Like you said, like when COVID started, like you were just like questioning. Like I do that constantly. Every like, day. Look at us right now. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, for sure. You know? And like I can be like even like the songs that I have done in the studio, man. Some days I listen to them, I'm just like, yeah, what the hell is that? Yeah. I also say as like. I give myself, like, I take time and give myself permission every day. What do you mean by that? To, like, not get caught up in, like, like, want, like sh I should be doing, have like, should have a nine to five. I should be thinking about, buying okay. it. I, I should be. But I give myself permission daily to allow myself to just be like, just ride the music thing out for a bit. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. So I'll work a side job and like you got a hot coffee just, in front of you. Yeah, like you're good to go. Ride it out, see what happens, man. Because yeah. you're gonna kick yourself in the ass if you don't. Yeah. Like I said, if it doesn't happen in a little, and I don't like, if I don't like it in five years, I just I'll stop doing it. I'll do something else. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm not gonna not do this now because like I'm 30 and yeah. I should, you know. So, but it's like when you see your friends like do it going that way, like you know what I mean. Like pressure, like everything yeah. in life tells you like you yeah. shouldn't do that. You know, so it's like I give, I have to consciously give myself like daily permission to like be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good for you. That's a good, I don't yeah. use that rule at all, but maybe I'll start doing it. Yeah. One thing I always like to look at is progress from when I started to now. Yeah. I remember when we first started the podcast, you know, mom's basement, shitty mics, uh, not even a camera. And then I look at from, like I just said, from then to now. So, okay, now look at me. Now look at what you've done. You yeah. got a bunch of mics. You have a two camera setup. You have your downloads have begun from this to where they are now. Yeah. So then I always think about, okay, where are you going to be in the next 10 years? Imagine what you just did in yeah. these past three years. Where are you going to be in 10 years? That yeah, always exactly. makes me calm down and settle down. Definitely, man. You know, it's like, okay, look at what you've done with three. Yeah. Three years. Now think about 10 years. Where are you yeah. going to be then? So that always helps me calm yeah. down whenever I get in those emotional thoughts. You're like, well, fuck, Definitely. what am I doing? Yeah, just, and I don't think you're ever gonna get to a point where it's not that. Yeah, it never, it never. And when stops. you accept that, it's like, whatever. Like I'm constantly gonna be wondering, like, oh, how could I have made that better? Yeah. Or like, where can I? Like, oh man, I wish I was doing this. Yeah. But if you look back and be like, okay, I'm here. Like yeah. I got here. You know, it's like yeah. it's gonna be a constant thing. 
But I love yeah. it though. That's the that's the that's the hockey element, the battle element. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, you know, I played terrible last game, so now I got to bring it back and play even better. Yeah. And it's the it's the thought process of oh, am I going to be on the fourth line or am I going to be on the first yeah. line? Same thing with this podcast. Is this yeah. going to be shitty or am I going to be great this For episode? Sure, yeah. it's, and it's, it's been interesting too. It's like I think like the first time I came on a couple of years ago, like. I was just starting the music grind. Like I was just getting into that and you were just getting into this. And we've been like, we were like talking through, like we were in very similar places with it. Yeah. And then like, even the second time it was the same, like we were both like <laughs> moving it forward. Like we were just both slightly moving it forward, but it's like funny cause like nothing really happened yet, but we're like, we moved forward a little bit. And even now it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's like, we're still like nothing really happened yet. <laughs> Like nothing. nothing like at all. Like it's not like we have it. Like I have nothing to brag about. Yet. Yeah, I just for, bought another for, camera. That's it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Like, but it's like we've, like we both are further along. Like, it's just funny. We've been like in the same timeline. Yeah, it is like, kind of funny. Like, yeah, it's like just I remember the first time you yeah. were just getting into it too. We should make a pact. We do a podcast at least once a year. Once you and I year. just see so how it on, goes. We're on pace. We're on pace. Yeah, we've done three in a yeah. three. Until you blow up, and, yeah. Until you blow up, yeah. Here's what we'll do: we'll do it together. you'll be doing the jazz fest, and I'll come and we'll do like a behind the scenes thing with you with High Button Sports, and we'll collab like that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we'll talk about. I'll enter like a clip about us talking about in between the song and the banter, and then I'll forward Show that clip right in between yeah. there, and then you'll <laughs> yeah. be doing the banter yeah. on the stage, something like that. Yeah, we'll do something like that. Too funny, man. Um, almost up on an hour here. Is there yeah, anything cool. you want to talk about? No, man. I'm, whatever. Sure. Any questions? Yeah. You have any questions about my front deck or anything? You want to learn know how I did it? Or? I'm impressed. Are you? I, I just that's that's you all told I want. Me that that's you, all I want. You told me that you built that deck. You're like I built, well, and then I was like, okay, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's what Safari said too. <laughs> and then you're like, well, me and my dad. I'm like, so you can't. I've built things with my dad a couple times too. I know what it looks like. Safaris came over the other day, and I was like, what do you think about this deck? And he goes, it's nice, but you build it. I'm like, yeah. yeah. He goes, just you. I go, well, kind of. Yeah. He goes, who helped you? I go, my dad. He goes, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of it. I like it. Yeah, man. It looks great. I wish you could have seen the studio, man. Yeah. Well, I'm it looks good on the episodes that I saw. Yeah. But next time, next year, when you come back, we'll, we'll yeah. definitely have it ready to go. Yeah, man. Anyways, man. Thanks we'll for coming to... on the podcast. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me again. It's I appreciate good. you. Yeah. I was pumped when you messaged me. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, July time for Wayne to come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, summertime podcast. That time, yeah, it is. La- last minute of the podcast is yours. If you want to thank anyone, I always do this. If you want to thank anyone to help you get to where you are, you don't have to thank anyone. But I know you got a lot of friends and family. Put listening. me on the spot, man. I got to do it. That's Jeez. what kind of it's fun to do that. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. I guess so. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think like my family, friends, like they're always constantly the biggest supporters. Always since the start, right? Like yeah. even yeah. So you start there and then you get their support and build up. If you don't have those, you're screwed. It's true. And yeah, and there's I can't name everyone in the music industry who helps, man, because it's, it's whoever gets long, Wiener podcast. It's a long, yeah. long, long list of people, man. Cause like I said, I reach out all constantly. <laughs> I probably drive them nuts at points, but yeah, yeah. There's been too many, man. Too many. But thanks for having me. All right, Wiener. Always thanks. A pleasure. Um, everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, enjoy what's today Tuesday it's beautiful out enjoy the sun get out to a beach stay safe wear a mask if you want to have fun love you guys rope I want to get into it man you know like a like a sex machine man moving doing it you know can I count it off one two three four get up get on up get up get on up stay on the scene get on up like a sex machine get on up get up get on up
machine. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. I like a sex machine. Get on up. Wait a minute. Shake your arm. And use your palm. Stay on the scene. I like a sex machine. You got to have the feeling. Sure your bone. Get it together. Right on, right on. Get up. Get on up. Get on up, get on up. 
Get up, get up. 